You join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 597 for Friday. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively moving to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of topics coming out of this uh, this uh, cat puppet I have here. I have a cat puppet here. It's about time I got there. I've been meaning to do this for a while to reveal my cat puppet to you. Uh, unfortunately I've been using it to mop up spilled coffee on my desk. Uh, so it's not quite the uh, white bellied uh, black and white uh, cat that it's meant to be at the moment. But I have a washing machine, so we can we can sort that out in due course. Uh, but no, here's my cat puppet for you. Look, uh, basically it's a, a full-sized hand puppet. Puppet. I can put my thumb into its right paw and my little finger into its left paw, and I can uh, oh, I can do make it do all sorts of stuff. Like for example, this. There you go. You won't do that too much because we don't want to damage my equipment. Uh, that's not a vulgar, uh, some sort of vulgar anachronistic ism. Uh, no, no, I literally don't want this puppet to damage my equipment, because uh, if it does, uh, by the very laws of puppetry, uh, I will be directly responsible for its actions. Uh, I'm responsible for the actions of this puppet while it's under my control. Admittedly, someone else could take control of this puppet at any time, and then they'll res- be responsible for anything that's done then. Uh, although my uh, security lapse will have to take some of the blame and my security lapse is an anonymous concept so uh, I have to take the blame for anything that my security lapses do uh, so I think I'll put this puppet away for now I don't think I'm quite ready for the responsibility uh, uh, but there you go there's the new into your head cat puppet mascot uh, probably I don't know I've been going on for about it for several months now since I uh fictionally murdered a former Into Your Head junior announcer Glenn Acton. I've been talking about a replacement. Uh, that cat is going to be the replacement if I ever feel minded to have a replacement for Glenn. Uh, but until such time as we does, uh, this is Into Your Head number 597. Hello. There was a cat called Frosty the Cat. Uh, Frosty the Cat being her full name. Uh, but people decided, oh, we'll abbreviate this now. We'll cut everything down. Because uh, you don't want to be overusing words, especially uh, the cat. Because that's also the name of the species. If the name of the cat is the same as the name of the species, that's going to cause confusion, apparently. Uh, even to, an, to a species as advanced and sophisticated and experienced and educated. Uh, and dominant as the human being, uh, the homo sapien human being. Uh, so no, she said, we're going to patronise these humans and just call, we'll abbreviate it to Frosty. Uh, so Frosty the cat became known as Frosty. Uh, Frosty, what people used to say, though, they'd say, if they were talking to someone else, they'd say, this is Frosty the cat. And they'd say, is that their name? Or is their name Frosty, uh, a member of the cat species? And they'd say, 
say, uh, no, this is Frosty the Cat, that's his full name. Uh, he's also, she's also a cat though, so I suppose in a way it's Frosty the Cat the Cat. Uh, and then at that point, the other human being to whom they're talking would become confused. And that's when we realise there's more than one level of human me being. Uh, some are more advanced than others. Uh, some are still basically monkeys. Uh, some are as far advanced as the most intelligent aliens you could stumble across within 10 to 150 trillion light years from here uh, but some are only uh, in the middle somewhere some happy medium in between our party being in the middle is a happy thing uh, being in the medium it's a happy medium they like to say oh yes be, uh, be average and then you'll be happy what if the average person is unhappy uh, then by definition you're not going to be happy if you strive to be the average the average per uh, what if uh, 80% of the population were evil scum killing murderers and you were told oh just be a happy medium go for being the medium uh, the only way you could get out of being unhappy then or out of being a, a murderer uh, would be to explain to them the, the difference between the, the term medium and the term average in mathematics uh, in which case you'd be relying on them to be above average in terms of intelligence otherwise they're not going to understand unless the average intelligence happens to be very high in which case what do you mean it's very high compared to what uh, higher the average person can't be higher than average because if that's the case then that's I suppose the average person could be above the median uh, average and I just realised that median is the mathematical term not medium so a happy medium as a phrase isn't a, a contradiction at all because it's medium not median uh, so I suppose that's okay uh, so forget I ever brought this up Anyway, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by the thinking part of my brain, which thought it should uh, just run a few checks to the, as to the logic of this whole thing that's coming out of my mouth. Uh, excuse my brain for uh, questioning things. This isn't frigging Nazi Germany, you know. You're allowed to question things, including yourself. You're allowed to question yourself. Uh, that's the whole idea of being human. We are free to question what we say. Uh, no, we're not. We're not questioning here to, to question what we say you're talking crap B uh, indeed I may well be thinking crap or you may well think that I'm thinking crap and I will fight to the death for your right to think so uh, well whose death are you going to fight for the right to because we're both the same person if you're going to fight to the right for my death uh, just remember that that's going to affect you uh, quite uh, substantially uh, well that's your opinion me indeed it is it's my opinion you uh, don't you ever forget it anyway where was I oh yes uh, once upon a time there was a cat called Frosty the Cat the Cat uh, Frosty the Cat the Cat was a cat uh, as as is obvious from its title although not necessarily uh, might have been named Frosty the Cat the Cat and this isn't written down so it mightn't even be uh, the cat uh, the words that you're familiar with it could be frosty descartes the french word is a french word d e c 
F-R-O-S-T-A-R-T-E. Maybe that's what I'm saying and just not pronouncing it very well. So it could be Frosty Descartes Descartes. Uh, I don't know. In this particular instance, though, it's not. It's Frosty the Cat the Cat. Anyway, one day Frosty was out and about. Uh, out and about in the big, mad, bad, crazy world in which we live in. As Guns and Roses say, uh, in this world in which we live in. Uh, then the live and let die. Live and let die. Uh, originally, of course, a Paul McCartney song. Paul McCartney, or was it? No, it was Paul McCartney. Uh, whoever did, live and let die. Live and let die. Live and let die. Live and let die. Anyway, I'm more familiar with the Guns N' Roses version because I'm younger than you. I wasn't around in the 1960s when Paul McCartney was going around going, Oh, love me do. You know I love you. I'll always be true until I'm dead. Uh, of course, he's still alive. Uh, so that's good for you, Paul McCartney. You're still alive and well and getting old and cranky. Uh, that's, uh, that's irrelevant, though. The point is, uh, the cat was going around. Uh, Frosty the cat, the cat, was going around about her normal everyday business. Uh, not to, well, it's a business in terms of uh it's his it's her livelihood uh she thinks uh so of course she's wrong in that because she's a domesticated cat she gets all her food handed to her on the plate quite literally so there's no need for her to be out hunting uh well it's all instincts so she's been still spends her day hunting anyway she goes chasing after birds and mice and rabbits and uh, sometimes catches them and sometimes brings them home and plays with them and then gets distracted by the bowl of uh proper packaged cat food laid out for her and then she thinks what am I doing? What is the point of all? Am I wasting my life? I'm wasting my life away frittering it away and uh, killing animals that I don't need to kill. Uh, badgering badgers that could probably give me disease. Uh, can you get diseases from badgers? I think you probably can because I remember I used to work in the Department of Agriculture and there was a fella in charge of the badger culling or something because there was some disease that they caused. Uh I think it was a disease they caused to other animals. I can't remember the exact details, possibly because I never knew them. I never asked. Uh, wasn't my department just happened to be on the same floor. Uh, apparently he was very good at his job, though. The, the badger... Uh, project, uh, as I call it, because uh, I can't remember his exact name, uh, was considered remarkably successful, and this fellow was looked up to, uh, but that's not really relevant to Frosty the Cat the Cat. I didn't even know Frosty the Cat the Cat back in these days. I didn't even have a cat in those days, in fact, and the Frosty the Cat in this story is not even the same Frosty the Cat that I uh, own. It's a fictional cat of the same name that I've made up, uh, so let's not get her lines crossed here uh, let's not yeah, I guess uh, the le if this was a, a 19 1930 uh, style uh, telephone exchange operated by women who aren't allowed to go off to war and they're sitting there in a little exchange hall uh, plugging people into each other uh, and we got our lines crossed that could cause all sorts of problems uh, if Hitler rings up and says hello can you put me true to the Jews please and you accidentally put them true to someone else uh, that could 
could change the course of history completely. Uh, although, why would Hitler have a line into there? Uh, presumably because, and uh, well, you automatically assumed, because I was talking about war, you automatically assumed uh, that this telephone exchange is on the goody side. I never said it was. As it happens, it is though. Uh, but this is all rhetor. This is all rhetorical, anyway. Uh, this is all. Uh, this is a story about a cat, a cat called Frosty the Cat. And frankly, I don't know where it's going. Uh, I'm going to stop for a breather now. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. Uh, that's not what Frosty the Cat de Car called them though. Uh, monkey, uh, Frosty the Cat de Car didn't even, they didn't even enter into her uh, realm, uh, into her uh, radius, or into her, what do you call that thing? Not her radius, her radar, her metaphorical radar didn't even know what monkey nuts uh, didn't mean to. Cats don't need to know what monkey nuts. A cat could walk over a whole tray of monkey Monkey nuts, without her having any impact on them, good, bad, or indifferent, uh, they'll just think, oh, that's an interesting bit of ground there. Doesn't smell like anything uh, relevant to me, though. Uh, doesn't smell like danger either, so I can just ignore it and walk over it as I would a uh, as I would a uh, box on the floor after first checking that it was uh, safe enough structure to step onto. So she'd probably test the monkey nuts with one paw first, just to see that they're. Uh, stable uh, but she wouldn't think oh I'll test these monkey nuts no no she'll just think I'll just put my foot forward here and check uh, what this next piece of ground I'm going to walk over is like uh, first uh, doesn't even uh, enter into that could be one big solid mass of single uh, monkey nut and she would, wouldn't notice the difference or it could be 10 million tiny miniature monkey nuts uh, wouldn't notice the difference wouldn't matter uh, one man's monkey nut is another species uh, doesn't give a flying fuck because uh, it has no effect and you may think that's selfish as a cat to, to not know what's but that's the way most animals are designed it's all about instinct uh, it's all about uh, do uh, checking uh, drawing their attention to anything that affects their world and ignoring anything that doesn't because that's a waste of brain capacity in a small animal and the only reason we humans know the monkey nut it's because uh, back in the old days before we had monkey nut factories we used to have to go and hunt down a monkey nut and seek it out so when we come across a monkey nut we think oh our subconscious instinct thinks oh that's food uh, let's stop and pick that up uh, see, uh, sniff it and see if it's poisonous. Uh, that does that work? That doesn't work anymore because we started picking up poisonous mushrooms and using them for recreational purposes. Uh, so our our instincts are confused now because of what our conscious selves do with these things. We think, oh, my instinct wants me to not pick this up because it might be harmful to my brain. But my conscious self says, ah, uh, this might be harmful to my brain. Fucking cool. Uh, let's slip that into my pocket and make damn sure I ingest it before I go through security at the airport uh, not in a plastic baggie either because they probably detect that sort of thing now no I'll have to use it having just enough for my personal use to keep me going on the plane and then I'll make damn sure to Christ as hell uh, no I won't I'm getting paranoid now that's probably the, the mushrooms kicking in that's what you'll think oh that reminds me I have to get mushrooms tomorrow 
Twitter when I go out. Uh, only to saying that now because I was intending to record this show tomorrow, but I'm starting it now a day early. And if we kind of was making this show tomorrow morning, uh, I knew that after I record this, I would have to go out and buy mushrooms for tomorrow's dinner. Uh, so it's probably a bit premature now. Uh, hopefully I'll listen back to this in the morning as I put the finishing touches to this episode and I'll think oh that reminds me when I say there that I have to get mushrooms that reminds me that I have to get mushrooms uh, hopefully now by just by having that thought just now uh, that's created a memory nerve path uh, between the word mushroom and the concept of buying mushrooms tomorrow in my head and that'll uh, that's how because that's how memories are created and oral pathways are linked connected to create concepts inside your brain or that's what the scientists would have you believe anyway every memory is a pathway and by uh, remembering it over and over you're reinforcing that pathway uh, unlike in the real world when you're in the real world when you walk over a pathway uh, every time you walk over it you're eroding it a little uh, but no with memories it's different uh, you're uh, reinforcing that memory by walking over it again and again absolutely fucking diff- ridiculous if you ask me uh, but I suppose in a way it makes sense in a way in a way I begrudgingly admit that in a way it probably makes sense to somebody whoever created this thing uh, this thing in which my mind resides what is this thing in which my mind resides I don't know it's probably a brain of some sort uh, but beyond that what is it what are we uh, what are we I don't know uh, what are you uh, you're well you're one of us and I'm one of you apart from that no I don't know what we are 597 episodes of Into Your Head almost done and I still don't know what we are and if that doesn't tell you anything uh, what it doesn't tell you is that this is a fucking complicated issue that you can't just sort out just by yapping away hyped up on caffeine uh, every couple of days for six years Uh, no no it's more complicated than that and that's why we have the likes of these scientists these scientists who go out and then when they I tell you when they stumble across some monkey nuts on the past they don't ignore them no you've got a bit of natural curiosity and it's not out of instinct it's not out of self-preservation they have proper proper curiosity about the world uh they like to say curiosity killed the cat uh no it didn't uh the cat is still there alive and well it's walked over those mushrooms probably left a scent on it and a scientist comes along and smells frosty the cat and thinks these monkey nuts or whatever they are they smell like cat piss I wonder what that's about I'm going to take a sample and bring them back to my lab uh, maybe we'll find out something about the human brain from this uh, I'll tell you that's why we've got nowhere I don't know anything about the human brain because these scientists are too busy getting distracted every time a cat pisses on some monkey nuts absolutely fucking ridiculous or into your head now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, Christ, that's very profound. Uh, my, uh, my brain is about to explode. Uh, well, to help your brain, to help your brain relax for a while, take a break now and go and do some shopping. Uh, do you shop on Amazon? You probably do. Uh, well, every time you shop on Amazon, you can help this show without costing you a single cent extra. Uh, just... 
Instead of going directly to Amazon, go to IntoYourHead.com and click through one of my Amazon links to Amazon.com or Amazon UK or Amazon Canada and then go ahead through to Amazon and wherever you buy uh, into your head mercs a commission doesn't cost you anything extra you pay the same prices to the same Amazon there's also other affiliates there like uh, prescription spectacles that you can buy online uh, an energy drink that's got no caffeine in it called uh, what's that called I can never remember uh, oh it's called something or other and there's a couple of pet supplies affiliates to one in the UK and one in North America uh, there's all sorts of other stuff the usual audible thing that you've already got from Adam Carolla but if you haven't you can go to intoyourhead.com slash offers to sign up for a free audiobook download uh, what else ah loads of other stuff uh, you can also leave a tip intoyourhead.com slash tip jar uh, if you just want to help directly uh, anyway on with the show frosty the cat the car uh, continued along her journey wasn't really a journey as such she was just wandering around following her instincts uh, she just walked over a very unusual piece of ground uh, no nothing that affected her though so she pretty much ignored it but she could hear behind her the sounds of a uh, the sounds of a scientist's ambulance arriving uh, a scientist ambulance is a uh, it's not really an emergency ambulance but uh, it's basically an ambulance chaser of the science world uh, doesn't chase ambulances uh, but it turns up on the scene wherever anything unusual that needs scientific investigation occurs uh, a bit like on Fringe the TV show except out in the real world the scientists they go around in these vans looking for things to study uh, oh they'll see things like uh, monkey nuts lying around on the ground and they'll think Christ what's this we have to look into this uh, uh, this, so this needs looking into we can't rely on the cat population to deal with this oh they'll deal with mice alright and they'll deal with uh, rogue birds and rabbits but they're not going to deal with the monkey nuts the monkey nuts are down to us uh, as the milky bar kid used to say in the ads the milky bars are on me uh, well uh, the solution to monkey nuts and uh, their impact on the world of science are down to us they're on us it's our responsibility uh, uh, we have to be able to hand out explanations about monkey nuts should it ever come down to that or if we ever get to a point in civilization one day when people think uh, this is great we've got to a point where we've got uh, we've got iPhones inside our heads uh, we don't have to work because there's the, our lawnmower does all the work for everyone and we've got instant food that comes out of our mouths into our other mouths uh, automatically uh, but we still haven't solved this monkey not issue uh, scientists it's over to you now uh, well then we have to be ready when that happens we have to be ready with a solution or a solution to the lack of solution issue uh, we'll have to explain what are we going to do about this lack of monkey nut solution uh, you can make a solution out of pretty much anything a solution it's just a mixture you just get a cauldron and you mix stuff up uh, like monkey nut oils and all the sorts of things and uh, 
uh, just stir them together in a cauldron. Uh, but only a scientist should do that, because when you stir things together in a cauldron, or uh, actually, now did you mention that we probably shouldn't call it a cauldron, because that has, uh, oh, that has uh, negative implications. When people say here a cauldron, they think evil. So no, we'll call it a pipette or something, or we'll call it a, a science chemistry lab bowl. Anyway, we'll mix this solution together. Uh, we'll have to mix it in such a way that I won't kill everybody. Uh, I probably shouldn't kill anybody. Uh, although one or two people can die in the name of science and that's fine. Back in the old days when they used to build bridges across huge rivers and valleys, you'd always expect one or two of the construction workers to die. So it's not too much to ask as we deal with uh, the final scientific problem left with the world in the world uh, that one or two scientists die or not too many people though so we'll have to be careful uh, we'll uh, proceed uh, on uh, tippy toes as if walking across uh, as if we were a cat uh, about to tread on some monkey nuts that it doesn't understand the true nature of and it's just testing whether to walk on them except we have to be more uh, studious than the cat we have to actually look into these frigging monkey nuts and see what's going to happen and I can tell you when the world gets to that point they'll be able to go on archive.org hopefully a couple of hundred years from now and do a search for Into Your Head and they'll find I've put up several dozen episodes there for prosperity and they'll be able to look into everything I've ever said about monkey nuts and that I can tell you is why I've been uploading episodes of Into Your Head to archive.org, the internet archive. A Beginner's Guide to Hygiene by me first published in 2000 and something. The word hygiene came into common parlance in the mid to late 1600s in Victorian Britain. Having not washed for several years, Queen Jean one day discovered that she could simply shed her layer of hardened dirt as if it were an old skin. The skin being mostly made up of tiny living organisms that thrive on uncleanliness stood up, looked at the Queen and said, Hi Jean. The phrase stuck, although in order to avoid causing further embarrassment to the unclean monarch, the spelling was changed to H-Y-G-I-E-N-E by order of the National Committee for New Words, headed by William Shakespeare. Nowadays, hygiene is automatically assumed by many to be inherently good, and those who do not follow the laws of cleanliness are shunned and treated as outcasts. However, if the pattern of recent years is anything to go by, toiletries such as spray deodorants and soaps made from our precious natural resource coal are going to become increasingly frowned upon because of the damage their use does to the environment. A new environmentalist against cleanliness campaign has recently started and its supporters are actively encouraging all responsible citizens to bring their used and unused soaps to a special uncycling centre where they can be converted back into coal and returned to Mother Earth. Food hygiene is set to become a major industry thanks to young 50-somethings with much disposable income. People who have had visitors over for dinner and who don't like the idea of using a fork or spoon after has been in their guests' mouths are now bringing their kitchen cutlery and plates to special kitchen laundrettes where they are thoroughly cleaned. Some such establishments use a new dry cleaning system for paper plates. Studies have showed that the main reason people use 
use these kitchen laundrettes is because their guest who used the cutlery was unwell and they were afraid that the visitor's cold sores or leprosy may be infectious. And that concludes today's lecture uh, on a beginner's guide to hygiene. There is no exam for this course. An oral assessment will apply instead. Please cooperate with Matchstick University medical staff during call-outs. Uh, now that means nothing in the current context. Uh, this was originally perp uh, originally perp published as part of my website, the matchstickcats.com university. Uh, basically a spoof lecture. Absolutely. This is what I used to do before there was podcasts, you know. I'd lie in my bed with a laptop typing this crap. Uh, I didn't even used to drink much coffee or energy drinks while I was doing that sort of talk. Uh, basically took the whole weekend to write this crap. Uh, anyway, there we go. That's, that's the show done for today, I think, is it? Uh, pretty much. Uh, pretty much it. Uh, what have we done? We've dealt with... Ah, we've dealt with what's going to happen when we solved every scientific issue in the world except the monkey nuts. Uh, we figured out why cats tread lightly over monkey nuts. We're House knowing what they're for or not caring. Uh, we sorted out the whole Paul McCartney getting old thing. Ah, we've done everything. It's all been done and dusted. And it's time to put a wrapper over this. It's time for me to close this show up and say we'll be back next Monday morning with a brand new episode. Uh, visit intoyourhead.com slash offers every time you want to shop on Amazon or anywhere else. Uh, visit intoyourhead.com slash tip jar every time you win the lottery. Uh, visit intoyourhead.com slash services every time you want to uh, spend your money on ridiculous crap. Uh, what else? <coughs> <coughs> Visit intoyourhead.com slash advertise when you want to advertise. Uh, visit google.com when you want to search for something. Uh, visit, uh, oh, visit the toilet when you want to piss. Uh, visit the local shop when you want a tin of tuna for your cats. Uh, although preferably go to a supermarket and get it cheaper. Tuna is fucking expensive. And while I'm all for supporting the local corner shop, uh, there's a recession on here. So get your fucking tuna from the supermarket if it's for the cats uh, what else was I going to say I know that's about it uh, email me at studio at intoyourhead.com follow me on twitter at intoyourheadpod uh, like the Into Your Head facebook page facebook.com slash intoyourheadpodcast uh, find me on google plus a big long address uh, whatever it's called uh, do all that stuff uh, anyway good morning Sit, Muddy. Sit. Good cat.